Good evening and thank you for joining us. You're watching the night at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez and tonight we're going to start with a question. What happens now? It's what council members in Uvalde are trying to figure out as the city considers what it should do with the memorial at the plaza that's continued to grow since the shooting at Robb Elementary. Right now that memorial has flowers, crosses and cards. And when council members met earlier this month, Councilman Chip King talked about making it a permanent space to honor the victims. He's been speaking with their families and thinks that it's time to create a committee that's comprised of family members, community members, council and staff. Now this downtown plaza location is really important because some of the families say it's still too painful for them to go to the other memorial that's in place at Robb Elementary. We're going to know more about council's decision tonight on the night beat. So some of us got rain yesterday or even today. So what is on tap for the rest of the week? Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. It was nice to see rainfall the past couple of days, but I do think our best coverage of rain was yesterday. Tomorrow for the morning commute, some isolated to widely separated showers possible, about 30 to 40% coverage and temperatures in the mid 70s to start the day by the afternoon. Just a few of those pop up afternoon showers, so fairly limited coverage. High temperatures, upper 80s, right near 90 degrees, and you'll really notice the thick humidity in the air. You're not going to get a break from it for several days. Thursday, a carbon copy. So more of the same on Thursday by Friday. 20 to 30% chance, 92 the high temperature in this weekend. For the most part, just partly cloudy and back in the mid 90s, but still under 100 degrees for the foreseeable future. But it is, after all, still hot. Before you complain about the weather, keep in mind that flash flooding is the very reason that 23 counties in Texas are under a disaster declaration. Governor Greg Abbott declared that or signed that declaration today. Yesterday's floodwaters we know claimed the life of a 60-year-old woman in Dallas who was swept away. That area got more than nine inches of rain. And according to the Fort Worth Fire Department, that's the second greatest 24-hour rainfall amount in DFW history. Crews there had 500 service calls and had to rescue almost 200 people from high water. Being Texas means be being responsive to challenges like this. And so I want to commend the mayor as well as the entire city staff, as well as others around the entire region for responding so prolifically to the enormous challenge that they dealt with yesterday. So crews are now going to get a closer look at the storm damage and see if FEMA needs to be deployed there. In other news, we're not going to see much change in leadership at CPS Energy, and that's because the company's interim CEO is now going to be on the job permanently. We've introduced you to Rudy Garza before. He's been interim CEO since November after former president and CEO Paula Gold Williams announced that she would be stepping down at the start of the year. Since then, CPS Energy had been looking for a permanent replacement, and now the company's board is in contract negotiations with Garza, and we're told that that could take 30 days. Lots of questions tonight after an act of violence at the Bear County Democratic Party headquarters. That office is on Fredericksburg Road near Donaldson. Now, the Bear County Sheriff's Office says that someone shot at the storefront window there overnight. It's the same strip center where District Attorney Joe Gonzalez and Bear County Judge Candidate Peter Sakai have campaign offices. Nobody was hurt, but the DA does think that this could have been a targeted attack. 
It was a setup. That is what the defense is arguing in the public corruption trial of former Bear County Constable Michelle Barrientes Vela. Today was day one of the testimony, which comes after more than two and a half years of delays. Barrientes Vela's attorney is arguing that the prosecutor in this case and its lead investigator set a trap for the constable, but came up empty. Meanwhile, the other side told the jury that Barrientes Vela took steps to create a false set of security payment logs. She said the constable used different pens to make it look like it was different dates and made it look like it was filled over the course of time. And that's why we're here, not on she stole money, not on she mismanaged money, not on anything that they were trying to get. We're here on a couple of documents. It is possible that dozens of witnesses could testify before the trial is over, but attorneys from both sides are not allowed to speak to the jury about other criminal accusations against Barrientes Vela. Now, testimony is expected to continue tomorrow morning, and you could watch all the trial on KSAT.com, KSAT Plus, or, of course, on our YouTube channel. San Antonio police now asking for your help finding a man who may be in danger. We want to show you 33-year-old Shannon Michael Calloway. Calloway was last seen about two weeks ago on August 8th near West French Place and I-10. SAPD says that he may have been around the Dallas-Fort Worth area recently. If you know where he is, call the missing persons unit. That number is on your screen. It's 210-207-7660. And if you're out of San Antonio, just call your local police department and tell them that you recognize this person. A 32-year-old woman from San Antonio facing jail time after she threatened to shoot her ex-boyfriend and his students. Those threats allegedly made over text messages. We want to show you Yvette Gonzalez. And according to Del Rio Police, the victim, who works at a high school in Del Rio, reported the threats that he received from Gonzalez earlier this month. Del Rio Police went to the high school as a precaution. Police then arrested Gonzalez in San Antonio back on August 18th, and now she's charged with making a false alarm or report. On to monkeypox now. A student at Texas State University has tested positive for the virus. The university says the student is isolating and lives off campus. Right now, it's trying to identify anybody who's been in close contact with that student. Now, here in San Antonio, the number of cases is still at 24. You can read more about the virus and prevention at KSAT.com. Now let's talk about your money. Fewer Americans are looking for a new place to live. Newly built home sales dropped nearly 12.6% last month. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development and the U.S. Census Bureau, it's the second consecutive monthly decline. It also comes as the median price to build a new home increased to just over $439,000, which is up $37,000 from June. The average interest rate for a 30-year Fixed mortgage was above 5% for the whole month of July. All right, so here's something that you may like just a little bit more. Gas prices have dropped now for 70 days in a row, which is the second longest streak in almost two decades. Back on June 14th, gas hit a record price of $5.02, but the national average for a gallon of regular gas has dropped every single day since then. That's according to the AAA. Now, the national average for regular gas is $3.89 a gallon, but... Something did happen today that could change that. For the first time in months, the price of U.S. crude oil went up. And if it keeps going up, gas could also follow. Staying on theme, we're tackling a big topic tonight on the Night Beat, and that is student loans. The White House has a plan to erase some of that debt, but 
Some people say it could cause more harm than good, and you're going to hear from an economic analyst. Plus, Barrick County deputies sickened by COVID-19 and even put one of them in a coma. So why are so many deputies being denied their COVID-19 benefits? Well, KSAT investigates and speaks with one deputy's wife and the sheriff. All those stories are tonight on The Night Beat. And before we go, we know that this drought has been absolutely terrible for Texas, but it is showing us something pretty cool. We want to show you that. You know what those are? They're dinosaur tracks from about 113 million years ago. You can clearly see them. They're in a dried out river in Dinosaur Valley State Park in Glen Rose, about four hours north of us. A park official says that those tracks likely came from a dinosaur that weighed seven tons and reached 15 feet tall. So now take a really good look because it is likely that those tracks are going to be covered up again. Local forecasters say that area is going to get rain, which is also a good thing because the water protects the prints from natural weathering and erosion. Still pretty cool, but hey, we do need rain pretty much everywhere. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're watching KSATS 9 at night. Have a beautiful night. We'll see you here tomorrow.